one. Hello, guys. Welcome to Cannabis and Chardonnay. It's your favorite host on your favorite day of the week, which is Tuesday. Roll up, light up. You know how we do. Grab your favorite strain, pour your glass of Chardonnay, and let's get into today's uh, into today's conversation. But before we do, I gotta introduce you to my favorite people too. And we got Cyrus. Hey. Who else is in the building? It's to create a bully in the building. You know what I. You know what it is. <laughs> hey. And we got our girl. Hello, it's your girl. Outrageous thoughts and question, better known as Petty Politics. You can find me on Facebook at Dorothy Wadley when I'm not in Facebook jail, or Dorothy Capper when I am. Outrageousthoughtsandquestions.com. I love it. I love it. So, guys, you know what to do. Like us on Facebook so that you can continue to get these awesome notifications about the episodes every Tuesday at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. The new website was launched last Friday. I already got some info boxes from people saying I love it. It's dope. So we appreciate the feedback. We're going to continue to grow. And we ask that you guys continue to spread the word. So visit CannabisAndChardonnay.com. Subscribe to the mailing list so that you can stay in contact with us and all of the transitions that happen. And we have some merchandise coming out soon. So look forward to that. So you can rep the cartoon. I'm sorry, not the cartoon, the cannabis and Chardonnay. I'm repping Cartoon Matrix today, which is my husband's line. And uh, Cartoon Matrix will be launching too, uh, soon, too. So you guys will be able to tune into that very, very soon. But today, guys, um, the strain that we're all smoking on is Sunset Sherbert, Skywalker, and Gelato, which is a mixture between Thin Mint Cookies and Larry Bird. So this strain here, these three different strains that we mixed in, we call it our very own tribrid, okay? You've heard of a hybrid, which is like two strains or more, but have you heard of a tribrid? This right here, these beautiful, beautiful nuts. This is the sunset sherbet. Then we got a little bit of the Skywalker left because that's a favorite of mine. Okay, so this is the Skywalker. It's a little bit more frosty. You guys can ask your local dispensary if you're in legal state uh, if they have the strains Lavy Bird or Sunset Sherbert or Gelato and or Skywalker. So they're going to give you that euphoric feeling. You're going to be super relaxed, but you will have like a surge of creativity. So how do you know creative? Your head oh. nodding. <laughs> You're nodding your head. You're so in tune to this, but I would like to know. The weeby letting you know. How do you know? Oh, you because <laughs> I feel like y'all the experts. So, you know, saying it better be right. You are like, the expert. Let me tell you. Buddy, I am a connoisseuress, okay? A connoisseur and a connoisseuress, okay? Okay. And I love my trees, okay? Look at he's head nodding Back. again. Back. And he got it. He got it. <laughs> so today, people, last week we were touching on deprogramming, right? Mm-hmm. And in the midst of the deprogramming, we couldn't ignore the fact that chaos was happening around us, right? And right. if you're gonna deprogram, you kind of have to like detach from the chaos. Can we all agree with that? Yes. He is Astro, darling. So that Not being you. said, I had some questions. 
I, I felt like we needed to talk about these things. We need to ask ourselves, what is causing the chaos in our lives, right? We need to really think about this, right? We claim to have so much power, yet we choose to operate on a frequency that attracts what we don't want. And that, people, is the chaos that's going on in your life. But is this the life that you've actually cultivated? Is that why the chaos is happening? Or is it you are maybe the casualty of a war that you're, you have not yet realized you're signed up for? I mean, today alone, there's so many things that's like hitting me in the heart, right? I think all of us have heard about what happened to Jesse Smollett. We've heard about the Lyft rider that was pregnant that got Jesse Smollett was attacked racially and it was a hate crime as well because they called him and excuse me forgive the language they called him a gay faggot called him a black nigga from the empire show and they kidnapped him pretty much outside of a subway put a noose around his neck and poured bleach over him oh Oh, didn't they what? break his ribs too? And they broke his ribs. It's reported that allegedly all of these things have happened. And it's just interesting. But I wanted to kind of just gauge about this whole chaos theory, right? I did some digging because y'all know like my research and shit. And in looking up chaos, the definition, and even chaos theory, there were very distinct definitions. Are you guys familiar with chaos, what that means, and the chaos theory? I've seen the movie. Creative? Um, I know what the word means, but not the theory. Outrageous. Have you checked out chaos and chaos theory? I know what chaos means, but I've... So chaos theory is a branch of mathematics focusing on the behavior of dynamical systems that are highly sensitive to initial conditions. So this doctor, Edward Lorenz, he came up with this theory that chaos is when the present determines the future, but the approximate present does not approximately determine the future. So he basically- like a glitch. It's almost a glitch. Exactly. So when looking up the definition of chaos, I found out two definitions that I felt were appropriate for this. And the first was chaos meant complete disorder and confusion. And the second one was behavior so unpredictable as to appear random, owing to great sensitivity to small changes in conditions. Mm -hmm. So I thought about it and we hear this we hear this statement order out of chaos a lot. I've talked about the Hegelian dialect, which is introducing the problem and a solution to confuse the people. So I'm just kind of like really intrigued by chaos as of late, especially if we're going to deprogram ourselves, right? They've introduced so much chaos into society. Just today, everybody's getting rolled up like, Oh my God, Jesse Smollett. But then we have a very minor situation of a pregnant woman riding in a lift and getting stabbed by her driver. By the driver? By the driver. These oh. lift and Uber drivers are out of control. Go ahead. I'll share the story. 
I will do a screen share. Let me go ahead and pull this story up for y'all because it is something to be understood, the chaos that's happening in the world. And then we're going to dig into the chaos theory because there was a whole movie about it and everything. But uh, first and foremost, shout all out to Bossa. All of this is in America. All of this is in America. So this is nationally right now. Yes. Shout out to Bossa. Oh, we have our guest, Brooksy Hustle, in here too. We'll be having him tune in too. Actually, let's bring our guest in before we get into the article, guys. Mm. Let's say hello. Brooksy Hustle. Brooksy, you can uh, send Claire Hustle. Are you in the building, sir? I think he's cooking up. Brooksy Hustle, y'all, is our special guest. And he's and a chef. He is a can of chef. And he specializes in delicious edibles, okay? He has an amazing product called a candy grill. You can check out his business, Candy Grills. But the name of his business is Baked Goods. So you guys got to check out Brooksy Sinclair Hustle here on Facebook. You also have to check out Candy Grills with a K. Grills, G-R-I-L-L-Z. And you got to show him some love. He has a website and everything. He's going to be tuning in in just a moment, as you can see. So we're waiting on our, our special guest. But as we do, I do want to get into this whole Jesse Smollett situation. So Jesse Smollett experienced a senseless act, okay? So basically, this is the story. One man allegedly did one of the most horrible things imaginable when he took, I'm sorry, this is not the Jesse Smollett. I apologize. Hi, shit, hi, shit. This is the senseless act of the Lyft driver, okay? Lyft driver stabs his pregnant rider, okay, to death, all right? Mm. Shout out to Bossop for this article. According to ABC7, 20-year-old Fabian Durazo is being accused of stabbing his pregnant driver to death, killing her unborn child. He then proceeded to steal the vehicle, only to be picked up by the police near the California line. I'm Wait, sorry. He jumped. Let me, I'm fucking up the article. Hi, shit, once again. So one man allegedly did one of the most horrible things imaginable when he took a ride with Lyft on Sunday. So I apologize. It was a Lyft rider that killed the driver. So ABC7, 20-year-old Fabian Durazo is being accused of stabbing his pregnant driver to death, killing her unborn child. He then proceeded to steal the vehicle only to be picked up by the police near the California line according to authorities. The whole incident went down in Arizona when a 39-year-old Christina Hawado decided to drive for Lyft in the wee hours of Sunday morning. She picked up Durazo in West Temp, according to police spokesman Sergeant Ron Elcock. When they arrived at the apartment complex about half a mile away, Durazo allegedly attacked Hawado and fled with her SUV. Police responded to the apartment complex around 1.30 a.m. after being notified of a woman screaming in the parking lot. A witness said, Hawada walked over to my neighbor's apartment there. That's where she was banging on the door, yelling for help. The witness said blood was spilling everywhere. I asked her what happened. She said she was stabbed. I tried to locate the wounds. I asked her where she was stabbed. She said, all over. Soon, she went unconscious after vaguely describing her attacker. So according to the eyewitness, Myself and my roommate's friend tried to do what we could, as much first aid as we could stop bleeding, he said. 
Officers eventually arrived on the scene and she was uh, transported to the hospital where she died, along with her unborn, uh, her unborn child. Dang. She was in her third trimester of pregnancy. And he also left behind, I'm sorry, she also left behind two other young children. Am I the That's only one who's gonna say what the fuck? I need a drink. So he basically just uh, called an Uber just to commit a murder. Yes. It appears that that is the situation. It appears that this guy, for no reason, it hasn't been revealed yet. Hey, Brooksy, how you doing, brother? Hey, doing pretty good. Sorry about that, guys. Over here, no uh, problem. We're sitting here talking about chaos, the chaos theory. And we just finished talking about the Uber ride. I'm sorry, the Lyft rider that killed his driver. She was a pregnant woman and he stabbed her to death and killed her and sure. her other child. Today's episode, sure. well, if you're just tuning in, okay, today's episode is the chaos theory. All right, and the question is, should we be bringing order to the chaos that we've created? How do we bring order to oh the chaos God. that we brought into our own Can you life? guys hear me? Can you hear yeah, me? We can hear you, we can hear you outrageous. Okay. So we have a special guest today. Like I said, guys, we have Brooksy Sinclair Hustle. He is the owner of Candy Grills. He's also a can of chef, and he is the owner of the Can of Chef Union, which is based here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Brooksy, say hello to the people. Let them know who you are, and tell them a little bit about you, son. Cool. How you guys doing? I'm uh, Brooksy Hustle, again, based out of Las Vegas, Nevada. And man, getting a ton of orders on these candy grills. I, I can just not have it coming in right now. Yay. So man, just filling orders and everything. Um, basically, uh, what I do again is candy grills. They're grills uh, just like the one that I'm wearing or like the ones that rappers wear, except you can eat these and they get you medicated. You can like uh, put it on and take or run your Snapchat or whatever, or have some fun with it. And then when you eat it, you get uh, medicated and, uh, you know, can uh, have some fun there. And then I uh, also own the Canner Chef Union, which is uh, a community of chefs. Um, basically, what I do is I help Canner Chefs thrive in the industry. And I get them sponsored. And I do a lot of good things to really help them uh, with their careers. And so um, with that, uh, we're signing up members. And it's a uh, monthly fee, monthly you, uh, so far, we have about 87 members now and counting. And uh, yeah, it's blowing up. It's doing really good. And uh, yeah, we're having fun. So yeah, it's a really cool thing, man. Dope, dope, dope. So you guys support the brother. He's doing great things. He also provides girls that are not medicated. So if you have kids, birthday parties and parties where you want to have some bling bling popping off and you want to have a nice taste in your mouth, you definitely want to check this brother out. And if you are someone who has that special touch and you're looking to get into the industry as a chef, he's definitely someone you want to look to for mentorship. So support the brother Brooksy. Um, today we're talking about chaos people. Um, once again, the definition of chaos for those of us that are just joining, it's complete disorder and confusion. Behavior is so unpredictable as to appear random, owing to great sensitivity to small changes in conditions, okay? So there's all of these things happening around the world, and it seems like art is imitating 
life and life is imitating art and all of these things are happening and no one can make sense of it, but we're all playing a part and we don't really care until it personally affects us. And so listening to this driver, we're all perplexed, like who the fuck wakes up, orders a fucking ride and decides to murder the person and then takes off? Who the fuck decides to go and take their energy to stop the celebrity, Jesse Smollett, find him outside of a local subway, assault him, break his ribs, put a noose over his neck, and proceed to, to, to pour bleach down his throat. Who does that? That's why. why do people feel like it's okay to do this type of shit? The president has them thinking it's okay to do this type of shit. I'm, that's just my opinion. Expound. Is Donald they, Trump telling people, go ahead and... No, he's not, but he has made it clear that it's okay to display racism in so many ways. And, and he's doing that. He started it with this wall. But he's, you know, he's he's saying things. He's 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 politically incorrect, and that gives people the impression because he is the president of the United States. They that's given them the impression that they can be the way that they want to be as well. So they're taking freedom of speech to a whole new level. They're taking, uh, they're just taking everything to a whole new whole new level. And I think especially race. I think especially racism. I think that, and it's more so. Like, see, this was a hate crime, and they 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 were upset that he was black. You know, they called him a nigger. They called um, from the show that they probably hate because it's predominantly black. They, you know, they called him gay because this is another thing that they probably hate. And from you know, from wherever they're from, and they're feeling like it's okay for them to display that or or act that way because they they see somebody that's supposed to be running the country acting that way. He's doing it. Why not? Are people finally getting what they want, though? I think they are. Do we? Are we invoking this chaos? Like, what do you mean when you say that, Silas? When I say that, I mean, think centuries. Like, pretty much, people have always done things, whether it be in the light or the dark. However, taboos existed, and now I feel like we're in a time where taboo doesn't even exist anymore. Is it more like cause and effect though? Are these results of things yes. that we've done and now we're reaping that? Is that what taboo yeah. means or something? Well, well, no, that's more so like the karma with reaping. Uh, taboo in the sense of being something forbidden or something shunned or frowned upon. Yeah. You know, what was frowned upon in the beginning isn't, but it is. And that's what it links to chaos theory because it's like here we have a solution and even though we commit to the solution, it doesn't mean the world is going to commit to it for us. It's not going to bend to our will. Sometimes, you know, that's why we have tests, we have testimonies and we have paths that we walk on where we meet people who affect our lives and the people who don't. Yeah. People have always cheered on entertainment in this society, even before America. Mm -hmm. So this was just brought over to America, and now it's just on display without taboo, without the restriction. Like someone broke the chain, and they have a president who is doing what he wants to do, 
and they're like, oh, we're watching TV and we see someone doing what they want to do. Oh, I feel what he's feeling. Oh, I want to say what he's saying. So they go out and do it. It's programming. And then they're saying that the Republican Party has already backed Trump again for the 2020 election. So people want this. They may not want him when wanting a leader, but they, they, want think, this they think what he thinks. They say what he say. He says, like they do. People, we have all these thoughts based upon programming. And it's all I many ideas. I have a question, Silas. Just for, for, I have a question for you. So, because that I, I, I'm asking because I feel like, so do you feel like at, at this time right now, like everything that's going on right now, for some people, do you think chaos is okay? And or that is a, that is not okay as much as it's um, something that they need right now. Or do you and do you believe that um, people need to certain people need to take this time and this you know these things that are going on and kind of stick together and become more in tune with each other as some other races do. Um, it, it's it's a parallel. It's it's. There's many passages to it, but in correlation to that, I mean, I think there's good and there's bad, you know? And then with good comes some bad because we're forced into a world, think of like a, for lack of a better terminology, but like a concentration camp mm -hmm. where our, our entire country or just the world alone is a concentration camp with people on land that has border and there's different societies. So it's like, no matter what group of people, there's going to be bad people. But which one do you think it would affect the most? I think it's always going to, I think it's going to affect, I think it's going to affect the, the good people in the sense that the people who haven't seen these things, the fact that they have to see it, they're forced to see it because it's just a part of life. Mm -hmm. It's trauma. Everyone's traumatized. We're all born into this world with some kind of trauma because we're on our path while the person leading us is trying to figure out their path. Do you and think it? Huh? Okay. No, I'm just Brooksy, how do you feel about this? What do you what is your take on what's transpiring and people's part in this chaos? Well, it's pretty interesting, you know, because it's uh been happening, you know, since the beginning of time, right? Um, just like we were all saying, it's something that people are born into. You're, you're always hit with some sort of chaotic thing in your life, blah, 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 whatever. The thing is that um, kind of piques my interest is that every time something tragic happens, it really initiates at least 10 good acts, you know? And we know that about anything tragic that happens in life, you know? Um, Recently, we had the Las Vegas shooting, you know, and once the Las Vegas shooting happened, we had so many people come out and do great things and all that, but then uh, evil still strikes, you know, so it's one of those things that it's a reoccurring door, and I think to uh, have a lot of good in this world and continually have it, you got to have that bad, chaotic stuff to uh, give it that balance, and uh, it just seems nowadays that it's getting even more crazier with social media, and it brings you literally right there. You know, you see people getting shot on Instagram, and it's not even an issue anymore. 
right. and so it's really crazy but um don't discount the fact of course that you know when it, when bad things happen just like um this this dude stabbed this uber driver or lyft driver that that was insane you know but because of that, you know, we're having a conversation, you know, and we're finding middle ground to where, you know, we can possibly help some people out there or help a cause or whatever we can possibly do. So that that's one good act out of who knows how many, you know, and, and with the power of social media, a lot of people are able to do good things out there. So it's, it's a weird thing, you know, um, it's just there's bad people, you know, bad people in this world. And uh it goes back to how people are raised, in my opinion. You know, people just don't know how to act. <laughs> speaking of that, acting, like, in, in a sense to acting and correlating that with uh, chaos theory, especially the movie, uh, acting like we spoke with on Fimo last week, is it's a choice. It's a behavior. And right now, mental illness is the spotlight, even though it's been around Forever. since time. Yeah, forever. So it's like, all right, so mental illness is the spotlight. So what are we really thinking about? When people think mental illness, they automatically associate that with disabled people. Okay. And I'm going to say to that, I am a person that suffers from depression. And I was very embarrassed to ever admit that. And I was very embarrassed to ever say that I needed help because I felt like that would mean that there was something wrong with me. And that would mean that I was somewhat disabled, not realizing that even my therapist is suffering from depression, from bipolar, that her mental health is an issue for her as well as mine is for me. So they have other people with mental health issues. Um, comforting and taking care of and doctoring other people. I, I was really embarrassed about it, but I do think that in a whole, that is what is wrong um, with a lot of people and, and communication. But I want to, because we know I don't really believe too much in race. I believe in class, but whenever things are being brought about, it always has to go into race. I, I think that um, with this government the issues with the government right now and the things that are going on, it's causing more chaos, which is causing more issues. Um, yep. New Day, um, what I'm trying to say is, if you can help me for lack of a better word, what I'm trying to say is people that have already been through so much, this thing doesn't affect them. Desensitization. Yes, it doesn't affect them. They have, exactly. They have become immune to this thing. They're immune to the people being rude. They're immune to the people being nasty. They're immune to being called names. They're immune to not having anything and struggling and suffering. And it's giving them these attitudes and behaviors yeah. that they're going to continue to have because they're used to this thing. And the people that are not used to it are going to suffer if it gets any worse than this, the people that are not used to going through things or not having things or even dealing with certain things or certain people, what are they, what is that going to be for them? In this time where it's so chaotic, what is that going to be for them? Are they going to be able to cope? I believe those people are the ones that go crazy. Creator, what do you think? Um, I, I kind of look at it a different way. Like I look at it as, if you look at the totality of how many people are on earth and the crime rate that we have, I think it's pretty low. Because at any moment, like a random person, like people got M16s and everything in their house. 
Like they could just run outside right now and True. just take out a whole community. And it's like we have these we have these events, but it's like isolated events here and there. Like we don't have like a crazy world yeah. that it could be. Not a purge. Yeah. So I mean, it's still bad. It's still bad. Like it's yeah. still bad, but it's like if you look at it in that perspective, it's um, like we life. We life is not Limbus Patrum. That life limbo, Christ yeah. limbo, uh, in the sense where yeah, it is pure chaos, and you just see madness. I, I once saw a visual of it drawn renaissance style and it actually showed just chaos some people warring some people stealing some people raping mm. you know but everything's in open sight mm. and right and now what you mentioned <laughs> urge outrage so mm -hmm. it, it, it's it's quite like that and at the same time that's what's unique about chaos theory is that even in the movie the gentleman who had he think of him all right think good versus bad Without them saying who's good and who's bad, there's a woman in a red dress, and during New Year's Eve, she chooses to marry one of her best friends. And mm -hmm. out of the group, between the two that she previously like had close relationships with, she chose the good guy, the safe guy. Mm -hmm. Later on, they have a child. Uh, she has to be like seven or ten or something like that. Anyway, later on in the movie, he finds out through a random act of life where his wife misunderstood what happened to him the night before when he dropped the pregnant woman off of the hospital and put his name down just so that uh, someone could call an emergency because he randomly, a woman crashed on the road. Mm -hmm. uh, by. So with that said is that the wife separates from the husband, Ryan Reynolds, the husband, he then goes into this depression. And then the beauty behind it is he's a guest speaker and he's a philosopher in the sense that when he speaks, he discusses master versus slave. Time is your tool. The, the, the behavior and the, the uh, qualities between time and you. Time isn't always money. And a lot of things are being mismanaged, I think, right now. And people are trying to catch up, but it's it's like that some people have a head start in life. I have an interesting theory about that. <laughs> Go ahead. My theory is that order out of chaos, that's on the back of our dollar, right? Mm -hmm. That's what the whole society is, is there, they create order out of chaos. And you let, I can't remember all the parts, but it's it's a it's like if the chaos theory is that things are happening outside of our control and they're already predetermined by our condition and then, the atmosphere exactly then are things really out of control? Like you said, creative. It could be a lot worse. People just be out in the streets causing a complete ruckus. People could just be disregarding the civilization that's been put in place, but. If that's the case, then why are we so shocked when these things happen that break the monotony? I think people. Do we, any of us think that some of this stuff is like almost biblical? Always, I do. <laughs> um, I, well, I do, and that's why I ask, I'm thinking it's biblical. And then I start to think of things that I have read in the Bible that sort of relate to these things that are going on, and it makes me always think. 
that it's because people have the wrong idea about who they're supposed to be. They do. People have the total wrong idea about who they are supposed to be. They have no idea who they are because there's been so many things brought about to make them forget who they are and what they're supposed to be. That's the conditioning you were talking about, um, right, New Day? Yep. Um, the conditioning and the brainwashing and uh, them making the stereotypes that they created for us, making them into realities for all of us, no matter what race or color denomination we are. People don't realize who they're supposed to be and what they're supposed to be. Women are not realizing that they're supposed to be women and men are not realizing that they're supposed to be men. I believe that is where most of the problem starts. And then when we have the ones that do know who they're supposed to be, they're confused as to what race they are or what race they're supposed to be or what <laughs> what nationality they I want to address that. Brooksy, you're an African-American brother, right? Or are you mixed? Yeah. Most definitely. Well, a little bit mixed. I have some Native American in me. Right. So for the most part, you're articulate. You're a business owner. YouTube creative. Black male. Articulate. Like very, very prominent. And you guys are manifesting your dream businesses. How much is perception affecting you guys? Like how much is who you are naturally? Is that being is that challenging the paradigms of the people that you encounter? Hmm. Well, you know, within myself, I I completely lose myself in the in the business world. Um, whenever I go to meetings or, or anything like that, that that's not me. You know, um, I mean the the only time that I really notice whenever you know going throughout my journey and all of this is that I have that umph still. You know, I have that that hunger that makes me want to go for it even more, and it, it makes me stand out from the rest. You know, because um, they're more privileged or they have it a little bit better. They don't really have it, have that, that want to, you know? So that's the only time I see it really raging out. Besides that, if I, you know, even start to show my blackness, um, it might get accepted at that arena at that time, but further down the line, you're going to see yourself excluded because, um, at the end of the day, when it comes to signing that paper, they don't they don't want black on that paper. You know, they want uh uh you know uh uh the sellout, you know, they want the 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 YD Ford, whatever you want to call it, you know, uh jotting their handcock and they want you to do it what they want you to do. And um, you know, that's what sucks is that is especially in the canna industry, you know, um you almost have to make your own lane and then even when you do that, um the support, you know, is still uh, two face, you know, and um, you have to really play both sides. You have to not only only speak like them, act like them, do everything that's outside of your race. But um, do, while doing all that, you got to remember where you come from, what you stand for. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a tough thing to balance. And uh, sometimes you lose yourself for sure. Well, for me, I'm still in the stage of just, not not in not in the boardrooms or anything yet. So basically it's just I'm just free to just be me right now. So I have a question for you guys and stylists, black men. Black men, African American men, which I would consider to be strong African American men. Yep. My question for you guys would be this. If you're all into if you all read the Bible or have 
and you got a sense of what we were supposed to be as a race. I don't really like to talk too much about race, but we're there for the second. And I want to say, as a black man, did you realize at all, at any point, that you weren't supposed to be rich, that you were just supposed to be powerful, that our whole race and was in, in, a, in an entirely supposed to be powerful? We were supposed to be kings and queens and leaders, but we were never supposed to have money in abundance. And when you become powerful, that doesn't mean that you come and rule over a nation, but it means that your voice can be heard to change things that are going on in the world. Your mind and your mindset could change all of these things that are going on in the world as a black man. You could change the world. It doesn't take for you to be a rapper or a football player or a basketball player for you to be that voice. You can be that voice in the canna industry. Um, you can be that voice through your music. You can be that voice on your radio show or your podcast. It takes for two people to hear you say that. Repeat, you know, just two, and then they're going to share it. And then they're going to share it so that they know what they are. Was there a time when you realized that? And it and it had you to start looking for something that the rest of the of the the black male population was looking for. Sure, I mean, um, you know, it, it it's interesting because it was always envy that people had. You know, whenever I was out creating or or doing things or coming up in this industry there was always some sort of hidden envy there you know um that i could never really put my finger on and um you know i i knew for sure that you know we the the voice that i have on this platform is definitely large and um it's one of those that um it's interesting because it's it's so big that it still comes with a lot of hate you know, so I, I feel like I'm making a difference, but at the same time, it gets a big curveball when it starts to really make that momentum. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really interesting because I feel like I'm playing with algorithms, but in real life, okay. you know, and it's like, um, uh, uh, I don't know, I, I shout sometimes from the rooftops and, and feel like I don't get heard. But then when I when I'm walking and, and some random person comes up to me and says, man, you know, I saw your post. And that was crazy. And, you know, it spoke right to me. And, you know, I'm getting ready to sign up with you and da, 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 da. And it, it's like, okay, I'm getting somewhere. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's kind of the yin and the yang because I do know that, you know, back in the day we were like that in Africa. You know, we were kings. We were wealthy, the whole nine. But our, our wealth was stolen, you know. And, and I don't want to say stolen, but our, our wealth was basically made obsolete, you know, yeah. to where all of our gold and everything like that was made to nothing because other people started getting it as well. So when our wealth and everything became obsolete, it kind of made us become obsolete and made us slaves, right? It made us into something we didn't want to be. And so, um, right. And so now, you know, I, I, I guess where I'm at right now nowadays is I'm just trying to make sure they don't take my gold. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to make sure that I, I keep this voice. Yes. So, and so, and I asked that question, I got that answer, and I asked it for this reason, not having a single dollar in your pocket, you could still change the world. I mean, you might need it for, you know, some personal things, don't want it for some personal things, but not needing that, you know, not having that, your voice could still change the world. People sticking together. If we just, you see people that root together, and they become what they're supposed to become, 
uh, nations are still nations. Nothing has changed in that aspect. This mm-hmm. p- parts of the nation are still what they are. We, we have different races and cultures, and some of these people stick together. Were we that brainwashed that we can't even stick together? Of course. Yes. Yeah. yeah we can't. Yeah, we can't. No. The, the, the issue is the unification in There's some of my readings. It's, it's unification that is plaguing a specific, uh, a specific human. It's that everybody wants a hierarchy. It's yes. that same thing. You talked about a story. You talked about biblical revelations, right? The one biblical revelation that I think people fail to consider is that at one point in time, man had dominion over earth. And then at another point in time, man still had unification <coughs> with God himself, but they asked to be like other nations and they asked for a king. They asked to be dominated over and they asked to have a leader and a role model. Like all of these things that we all struggle with. And that's what I'm saying. Our very role models are creating the chaos so that they can make the order that they want. And for those of you that do not align yourself, you become eliminated. So my question is, are we creating the chaos in our lives? Are we feeding into what they want us to feed into? And are we setting ourselves up to fail because we're we're not understanding that we are in a war that we can sign up for? And should we even put power in the word failure? And and I, I don't even think it becomes about failure as much as it comes about being aware of what is transpiring so that you don't get caught up in the nooks of in the crannies. That's why I always, I give questions and I make comments that may be a little devil advocate-ish, but it's just to get the conversation stirring to see like what we're feeling because there is chaos happening and it's only going to get worse as this government shutdown continues. Well, the shutdown is actually over. However, um, I didn't, I didn't hear it's it's over. Three it, weeks. Is over. It, it was reopened for three weeks. For three weeks. Yeah. But yes, that's not an official. The no, it is. It, it is. Well, it's not an official, but let's see where this takes place because then the state of union address is also granted to uh, Trump now which was taken away from, I believe, Pelosi. Mm-hmm. So yes. uh, My question is, though, why do we have to even be faced with this decision to even look, suffice people, with three weeks? Look, so- look, for some <laughs> reason, when I was a child, I thought to myself, what if everybody just stopped one day? As if they saw, you know, like what they looked into the sky and saw what they needed to see, right? It's like someone saying, no, I no, need an apartment. Look, they go and they sign a lease. The lease promised them an apartment. Slavery! The lease promised them an apartment that has working utilities and, and a roof and locked doors at minimum, right? And then they get to the apartment and then the owner's like, you know what? I just don't feel like working and I know that we were supposed to like do some shit because we're, we're required to do Look. some shit. But right now, I, I, I need some things cleared up in my life. So I'm going to put all this shit on hold until right. I get what all I right. want. And meanwhile, <laughs> you are going to be freezing. You might get robbed. Uh, I think I'll get back to the job when I feel like it. Think about how people would feel. Their very, they're very security is, is compromised. You can't promise me anything. I might as well go camping. 
That's what I'm talking about. So look at this. How about Why did chaos? I give you my Here's money? Why did you. I give you my money for this one, please? One for, person case, who stops people working. People are giving the government their their trust and security. Like, okay, I'm trusting that that you're going to help me. One person who stops working versus 9 billion. Think about it. Really I understand. No, it. I understand. One person who one stops person working is just a homeless work. man or a bum on the street. It's like that's a revolution. It's like when um they uh banned backpacks, uh, you had to have a clear backpack when uh when the school shootings start happening. Oh, happening. Yeah, yeah. So I told everybody, if we all wear our backpacks, they can't stop us all. What you gonna send the whole school home? So I had I told a whole bunch of people. So why I'm the only one at school with without a clear backpack? You know what I'm saying? That is. <laughs> People like, it I'm never good. worked. I'm cool. It never worked. Some something so simple, a simple solution, it will never work. Don't go buy Nikes. Okay, what happened? Three hour <laughs> lines, riots caused. You know, yeah. it's conditioning. People want their own chaos. That's what I'm saying. Don't believe the hype. Don't, don't, uh, don't, don't, don't. So you know what you're tuned into, folks. Cannabis and Chardonnay. It is your girl, Sin. I'm joined by my favorite people. Silas, how can the people keep in touch with you and what you got going on these days? Well, you can find me all over, but uh, twostylist.com, cannabisandchardonnay.com, jtmediaagency.com. Uh, I got some more on the way. <laughs> Creative Bully, how can the people keep up with your boy? Hey, what up? Y'all know what to do. Hit up thecreativebully.com and you will be provided a bunch of links to see what I do. Outrageous. Totally outrageous. Welcome back to the program. How can I keep up in touch with you? You can keep up with me on Facebook at DorothyOutrageousThoughtsAndQuestions.com Dorothy at Politics on Facebook. Brooksy Hustle has been rocking with us. We appreciate you, brother, for giving your opinion, sharing your thoughts. Yes. But let the people know how they can keep in touch with the Kenna Chef Union as well as Candy Grills and even Brooksy Sinclair Hustle because you have a lot of great things happening. They need to be. Yeah, right. we got a lot. We got a lot going on. Well, let me start with the union. Um, if you want to join the union, you can go to cannachefunion.com. And check us out. You can read the facts, see what we're all about and everything. You can get a little trial, check it out. And uh, yeah, join up. You can also find it on Instagram at the Can Chef Union and on Facebook as well. Um, for the candy grills, if you want to buy a candy grill, you can go on bgedibles.com slash grills. You can also find me on Instagram at candy grills. And we're going to be in smoke shops here in Las Vegas. We're going to be in uh, Gorilla Radio. And we're going to be in House of Smokes right behind South Point. So definitely drop in, pick a grill up. You already know the drill. And then uh, follow me personally at Brooksy Sinclair Hustle on Instagram. And, uh, yeah, keep up with your boy, man. I'm out here just doing big things, man, trying to trying to keep up. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So 
people. We have appreciated you guys tuning in to Cannabis and Chardonnay. Please visit the website, CannabisandChardonnay.com to subscribe because we want you to be able to keep in touch with us and all that we have going on. Keep your eyes out for the merch that's coming. And also tune in every Tuesday. We've been having some special surprises for you guys with our guests. So I really, really appreciate you guys rocking with us. And we will see you next Tuesday at 5.30 p.m. Um, don't know what we're going to talk about yet, but I'm sure that there will be some more fucked up shit happening in the world that we can smoke and drink oh, to. So we're sipping <laughs> on some Setzer Chardonnay tonight, guys, and we were smoking on some Tribrid, a Tribrid that we created, and it was a mixture of Skywalker, Gelato, and also Sunset Sherbert. So visit your local dispensaries for all of your legal states, and make sure you tip your bud tenders, okay? Because they're trying to learn all this information for you guys and give you guys all this cool stuff. Make sure you tip them and support the industry because the culture needs you guys. We'll see you again next week, y'all. Right. Peace, peace, peace. Yeah.